0: This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental well-being company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your well-being mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own well-being mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being and hopefully you can learn what you need to get
1: your well-being module
0: This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show,
1: Let's Talk Wellbeing." Welcome to Let's Talk Wellbeing. So, today's conversation, what we're going to have today is a discussion. We've been talking to you about our three B's lately. So we started off with the first one, which was B, being ourselves. And then last time we talked about belief. So the beliefs that we have, do they support us or don't they? Do we believe in ourselves and our abilities? And we are on the final B. So
0: <laughs> I love this one.
1: You love this one? I do. This is breathe. Oh, yeah. Breathe. Something that we all do naturally. Some of us sometimes find it difficult. You know, I'm sure you can remember maybe a time in your life when some of that breathing may have been a bit difficult. But it's more than that, and that's what we're going to be discussing. It's sort of like everything that comes within this that supports our mental well-being. Now, what I want to say is, we are three B, the Mental Wellbeing Company, and everything that we do is underpinned by these three Bs. But that doesn't mean that we have these three Bs. It doesn't mean that we are fulfilled in all areas of beadom. Beedom. <laughs> Beedom. I like that, Claire. <laughs> Does it, so? Definitely
0: not. No, we are human beings. Really? We are not, you know, kind of putting ourselves out there as perfect individuals that are constantly doing the three Bs every minute of, of, of the day. What we mean when we say they're our foundation is that they're what we, we come back to. They're the thing that guide us. They're the thing that sort of steadies us, helps us get grounded, helps us return to ourselves all of those things when we're feeling a bit wobbly and a little bit uncertain. But they're also the things that help us have that preventative approach to our mental well-being. You know, I think for me particularly, I know that when I'm focusing on the three Bs or I'm, I'm kind of finding ways to bring them into my everyday, I just feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel better about myself. I feel better about the world. I'm more able to deal with the challenges. I think it makes you more resilient. And, you know, we use them a lot in the coaching work that we do with people, you know, sort of help them understand ways in which they can be more themselves, ways in which they can believe in themselves, if that's something that's holding them back. And particularly with the one we're going to talk about today with the breathe, I find this comes up an awful lot and it's been coming up more and more over the last few years. I think, how do we find that time, find that space to breathe? when our lives are so hectic mm. and so chaotic and we've got all these different things coming in at us left, right and centre.
1: Very much so, very much so. So we're going to be unpacking all of this, aren't we? We are. We're looking yes. at this because it is really important and actually there are a lot of things that anybody can do within this breathe part that you can try out. But like Sue says, how do we do this when our lives are maybe frantic packed you know we we don't have any time and it's really important to find that time and I know it's really easy for me to say and believe me I want to say we're no gurus there there is this isn't about that but what we do have is really good knowledge and understanding of all this we have both been through mental health issues we've both had depression you know we've both hit that wall and stuff like that but we've There's a lot of research into our stuff. There's a lot of things that we know work. It's grounded in science. So even though we very often talk about things that some people still call maybe that hippie stuff and things like that, like Sue's son used to call it. But it isn't. It's really grounded in science. Neuroscience really does guide the things that we do, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. And I actually think, you know, it's, a lot of it's to do with things that have been practised for centuries, mm-hmm. you know, in lots of different cultures around the world. So I think it's a bit foolish to ignore it, personally. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's been working for people for hundreds of thousands of years, you know, kind of across different cultures around the world, then for me, that's something to pay attention to.
1: Definitely. So this breathe, right. So a lot of things are talked about with regards to meditation, mindfulness, they're all kind of things that fit into yeah. our breathe, aren't they?
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: And what you were saying there about meditation's been practised for thousands and thousands of years. A lot of people, though, still link it with religion, mm. you know, so yeah. there is a lot of of links with that. And yet it doesn't have to, it really doesn't have to have anything to do with religion at all, does it?
0: No, I think it's about... For me, it's about kind of connecting back with the now mm-hmm. and with yourself, and I think it's... I think I was reading something about mindfulness and meditation that it... Because one of the reasons people say they don't do it is maybe because they think, "Oh well, I'm not religious or I'm not spiritual mm-hmm. or whatever, but it actually... It can bring some of that for you, that sort of that spiritual, and in inverted commas, side... For you, because what you're actually doing is you're starting to tune in and you're starting to notice that these things feed one another. The other thing it does is it actually this is going to sound a bit weird. It creates time. (laughs) So because it makes you slow down, it makes you tune in, it makes you notice all those things I was saying there. But practiced over time, it's proven, you know, to help you feel less frantic, feel less, you know, fraught all of that. But it really is a practice. It is something that you do need to... Well, I'm going to say you need to commit to it. But again, I'm going to say that with a caveat because it's not another thing to do on your list.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because we're really big on that. There's so many things that I think can then hinder. And we I know we've gone through this. So there's things that we've found out, like Law of Attraction, when I went to that and I met lovely people And I really liked the whole ethos of it, but then there was a big massive stick that I used to hit myself with because it was all, well, that's my fault because I haven't been positive and I've been talking negative and I've been doing this. And then it was only through us talking it through and doing much more reading and stuff like that that what we came up with was this positivity sticking plaster yeah the positive plaster was like you don't stick a plaster over a really open wound you need to clean it you need to deal with it first and then you know let it then put maybe the sticker over it the plaster over it kind of thing so it's really important that anything that we do we acknowledge our feelings and if that is some negative feelings or you how you're actually feeling today be able to say that and not feel guilty about it. And I think that's really important, isn't it? Within this breathe.
0: Absolutely, and I think that that's what the breathe part of the three B also, that's one of the things it helps you to do. It helps you to kind of learn to sit with your feelings and sort of have that acknowledgement. It's almost like you're giving yourself permission mm-hmm. to do those things, particularly if you're not used to it or it's not something you know, that you would normally do. I think actually, and I was saying before, with the time thing, it sort of opens up the space to be able to do it. So, I mean, they're all important, the three Bs, each one of them. But the breathe one maybe is very fundamental for our mental well-being. I don't know.
1: I think, I personally think the breathe one is, it's an easier concept, it's Mm. an easier thing to do that doesn't mean we then do it because <laughs> how many times is it easy? I've done it myself. Yeah. I have I remember, it's probably not even two weeks ago, I said to you, I know what I should be doing. I should be doing more meditation. And I know all of these tools and techniques and I've not done any of them. And Well, I know them, so they're easy to do. And yeah, but then I don't follow it through. But then that's all about building that habit. It's yes. about building that system where you can put things into place isn't it
0: yeah I really like that I think so many things come back to habits because so many of the habits that we have are are deep within our unconscious Mm -hmm. and they're just things that we're doing without even thinking about them and I guess that's that's maybe what we could be working towards isn't it with the breathe I know there are things that I started just in the last few years that I kind of do without thinking whereas at the start it would have been oh, right, I've got to consciously kind of make the effort to do this. So I think, yeah, I think our habits sort of underpin everything. We'll have things that serve us really well. We'll have habits that that don't. And then we've got things that we're trying to work on that we're trying to to sort of develop. But I think if we can build a habit to create some time to breathe, and I mean this every single day, mm-hmm something and that doesn't necessarily mean you're doing a 45 minute guided meditation sitting on a cushion yeah you know in your favorite room in the house as we're going to talk about it could mean so many different things it could just mean you know that you're giving yourself that two minutes before you're going to work just sitting in the car just doing some deep breathing Mm -hmm. or just you know you turn the radio off and you just close your eyes and you just sit in silence just to kind of tune in
1: It's really funny because one of our neighbours comes home and sits in the car and they're there for a good five minutes before they ever get out. Now, I have no idea what they're doing. I don't look. It's got nothing to do with me kind of thing. I've just noticed this. Well, actually, I've not noticed it. My partner's noticed it because he is a bit of a nosy (laughs) neighbour. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I and actually we all do in our road, we all sort of look out. Yeah, so it's it's, it's very much. much a yeah, it's a, a very much a neighbourhood watch kind of thing. But he mentioned it to me so then I noticed it then. And um, it's I don't know, but I do know that some people do that because it's about they're getting rid of their work day before they then go into the house. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the kind of thing that I want to talk about because it's sort of like So this breathe concept is about, it's about pausing, it's about doing things for you that's like self-care, self-love. Lots of these, what used to be jargony words, I think more and more people are getting to use them now and understand them. But I think there's still people who don't. What I want to say is, this thing about mindfulness, we can lump a lot of stuff under mindfulness. So if you're not, if you are going and don't know what this mindfulness stuff is, you don't need to, because meditation comes under mindfulness. Basically, what you're doing is you're being in that moment. That's what mindfulness is, mm. I would say.
0: I would agree with you. I think it's about, it's about where you're focusing your, your attention. Mm. So as you say, being in the moment, focusing your attention, not being distracted by other thoughts or other things and you can be mindful whilst you're doing something Mm. you know so whilst you're doing an activity whilst you're i don't know sewing or dancing or walking around the forest
1: i know people who do it when they're ironing ironing so because if it's a repetitive exercise washing dishes Mm. if it's a repetitive exercise i don't find it but that's the whole point with this this breathe it's very individual
0: yeah definitely and I think when I say before about trying to find something every day Mm. I think that's a nice little challenge that you can do for yourself but not in a you know kind of tick list kind of a way just in a okay you know was I being mindful then Mm. I've got um, a journal that I I think my son bought it me for one Christmas and it's really good and it's um, I can't remember the name of it now it's a mindfulness journal but what it does is it helps you track where you were mindful so it sort of says so where were you when were you mindful today and it, it lists I quite like it because there's there's prompts to help you because <laughs> you know you're not all thinking it for yourself um but it'll say things like um cooking walking having a conversation showering you know like kind of like I don't know making the bed so it sort of gives you these and then there's a space for you to come up with your own mm. example as well but it, what it does is it sort of illustrates, like you're saying there, all the different ways mm-hmm. that we can be mindful. And actually, it's a way to reflect at the end of the day, you know, was I mindful today? You know, was I was I, was I I in the now when I was, you know, making the tea? You know, or was I really by sort of dealing with 12 other things or running through in my head what I've got to do tomorrow? Because I know that when I'm in the moment when I'm... I don't see it as much of a chore and I sort of tune into what I'm doing and I enjoy it. And mm. none of that might sound a bit, a bit lame, you know, we're kind of chopping up vegetables or whatever, but actually it's sort of, cause you, you're cooking a meal, aren't you? You're mm. nourishing yourself, you're cooking a meal for your family. It's a really lovely thing. It's something kind of a bit of a ritual about it. Yeah. So you can kind of enjoy it more, I think, and see things less as chores mm. and more as sort of like enjoyment within the day, that sort of basic stuff can give us pleasure so going back to the journal it sort of gives you these examples of how you can be mindful and what I quite like is sort of being able to reflect on how mindful I was today you know and how easy I found it to be mindful Mm. because I like that question because then that's not so there's no judgment with it it's almost kind of saying you know if it wasn't so easy then maybe there's something there Mm. that you need to consider Mm. and if you did find it easy that's brilliant you know what was it what was going on for you today that made it easier for you to be mindful? Am I making sense here?
1: Totally. Yeah, definitely. I like that because, like you said, there's no judgment there. So, yeah, if it if it hasn't been, I love this thing about okay. Well, if it hasn't been easy, is there something coming up? Is there something there? And I think because I I can really see myself in that. I can see myself. Actually, I do the more of the well-being stuff when I'm okay. When I don't need to do it but okay. I'm doing it because I know it's good for me and because I'm trying to get it into my muscle memory mm-hmm. so they, these habits but then when I'm not it sort of like goes off at the deep end I'm not on about all the time just some of the time but I love this part what you got me thinking was because yeah cooking I wouldn't exactly have said it's always mindful but actually sometimes I'm very in the moment yeah and that I think is also it so when you're not thinking about anything else you're totally centered on what you're doing you're not in a dreamlike state you're not going oh I'm being all mindful you're just there you're being and I think that's an that is a real consideration with this because I do that you know sometimes when I'm sort of so in the clothes out to put in the wash or if I mundane things, but I'm right in it because I'm just, and it might be for a fleeting 10 seconds. It might be for a minute. It doesn't matter. You're still in it. One of the things that I know people, and I've talked about it, people have talked about is mindful eating. Oh yeah. yeah. Now I'm always like, yeah, I've tried that it doesn't do me i don't i it's not about that with me but what i have noticed is there are times and again fleeting seconds maybe Mm. where i've maybe maybe i've gone out for something to eat or i've gone to a friend's and they've made something or i made oh i made this chicken curry <laughs> the other now- <laughs> and i know i've already taught you about you this. did tell me about
0: the chicken curry it's <laughs> true so many of my recipes go a bit
1: well i don't know what i'm doing with them and <laughs> um, but yeah this chicken curry now when i was making it i was quite mindful when i was making it because it was the first time and i had to keep going back have i got all the ingredients and i had I missed out missed out the curry powder yeah so yeah. curry what have you missed out Claire? the curry powder um so I like was adding that in and stuff. But then when I was eating it, and I mean very briefly, I was in the, oh, that tastes lovely. And just that fleeting moment of that's being mindful. Mm. It is. And I think a lot of people think, well, I have to be mindful for, it's more than that. You know, I need to go out and be mindful for five minutes. <laughs> and it's like, no, you don't. The whole thing with this breath, And this breathing of the three B's is, how long does it take to have a normal breath? And you do it instinctively. And I think we can do that then. So this whole thing of our breath represents that pause, maybe. Oh, I like that. That doing something for us. So maybe what you're doing is instinctive. But then what you do afterwards is notice that. And that's what you were doing in your journal. Yeah. So you maybe don't notice it at the time, but then when you think back, you go, oh, yes, I have been. And then maybe you can do more, or maybe just because you notice it, you're then able to pick up on what were you feeling, what was going on for you, how did that make you feel, that kind of thing then. Absolutely, I think that's what it's about.
0: That reflection Mm. is very much part of it. And I think, in a way giving myself that time because I tend to do it sort of before I go to bed you know it's sort of like my little sort of few minutes where I just sort of have a pause and reflect on the day that's a form of breathe mm. because I'm giving yes. myself that. and when I don't do it it's I always think you notice these things when you don't do them you know like you were saying I know yeah. what I need to do after stuff not been doing these things mm. and I think it's sort of that's the issue with the breathe it's sort of making it it's not even a priority it's just a It's a necessity. It's part of your everyday. But, yeah, I think the reflection side of it, to me, it's like you're learning about yourself, you're gathering data, you're gathering information, which will then, as you say, help you next time. Yeah. And then that's what helps us to develop and grow and build that habit because it becomes more recognisable within us. It's not this sort of alien new thing that we're trying, Mm. you know, that we, we haven't done before. So I think with the breathe, it can show up in lots and lots of different ways. It isn't just about, you know, the meditation. Mm. I think mindfulness is a huge part of it, Claire. And I think that, or you know, whatever you want to call it, the being in the now, enjoying the enjoying the
1: mundane things. Mm. Yeah, it can be that because that we have lots of them in our day. We do. So uh, rather than wanting something different then maybe it's, it is just rejoicing in that mundane mm. so this whole thing about breathe it fits with our other two b's be and believe because if we breathe we're more able to understand ourselves to know how we're feeling to know when maybe we're not being ourselves. Mm. so there's that side of it and allowing ourselves to breathe can also help us to to think on things And if something's stopping us or something is causing us hurt or emotional baggage, then maybe actually that breath enables us to then think, what is my belief about this? And you will go through all walks of life. There will always be something that comes up for you. I had something recently, a belief and it's sort of like okay I've not been able to change it yet but I've noticed it what am I believing and is that actually true and that's what I'm asking myself and I do not know the answer to this as yet I'm gonna sit with that more I'm gonna talk to you about it so more and I am going to just be breathe on it be and breathe on it so there's that kind of thing and what this will enable me to do then is understand myself more. It will enable me to go, okay, let's change my mindset on that. Let's change how I'm thinking about that so that I can be better at that or so I don't hurt as much. So it doesn't cause me anxiety, pain or any of those kind of feelings that maybe come up. And we can all do that and it's really, really good for us to do this so whatever we do wherever we're going if we take some breath that enable us did i say that right there that will enable us to, yeah. I say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to just notice what's going on for us and be a bit more introspective mm. what's going on within me that's getting me to this point and I'm not saying that this is then gonna go right well everything's funky dory then isn't it we're all fabulous now it's not that but what it is about is it's just learning it is just life isn't it I think it's actually what you're
0: talking about there is helping us to do something that we talk about a lot of 3b is respond not react yeah so I think what we're doing is when we're... I love this phrase that you said, I'm going to breathe on that. <laughs> <laughs> because actually, you know, it is that reaching for the pause button, taking that breath, having that kind of sort of really... It's like your little sanctuary, isn't it? I'm going to have those few moments just for me that nobody's going to interrupt. It's mine. <laughs> it's kind of... It's part of that self-care thing, all sorts of stuff. But yeah, I think it it, it helps us to be more responsive because what we're doing is we're building ourselves up without even realising it. It's like, it's a gift but it's also a fundamental thing like I keep saying. I'm writing down loads of um, kind of key words as we're having this conversation as I like to do. You know, so it's kind of, I loved what you were saying before about habits and finding a system. Mm. I think that's, that's something to sort of think about. Reflection, really key the mindfulness we've really explored I love that I'm going to breathe on that I wonder if we struggle sometimes with the breathe because you know we're kind of made to feel as though we, we need to be productive mm. you know it's kind of I've come to really despise that word <laughs> yeah in, in a way because I, I know it I, I know it's meant to be like helpful mm. you know kind of but I just find it you know it's sort of this idea of the doing all the time And I think the breathe enables us to kind of like, you know, I don't know, calm the noise.
1: It also helps us to be creative. I mean, we know that, don't we? That actually, if you can build time into, if you're working, if you can build time into your working day Mm. to have a pause, you know, to, to take that breath and maybe just sit with yourself what you'll enable yourself to do is to be more creative in what you're doing. I mean, it helps you to be more productive anyway, even though I know you hate no, that word. No, but that's
0: it. It kind of it feeds it in it the does. end. It's just that I think if the goal is, you know, or the focus is the, the, the productivity, mm. whereas what you're describing there is actually the productivity is the outcome. Yeah. Rather than the thing that I'm really, really focusing on because I'm doing these other things which feed me in so many different ways and ultimately because they're freeing up space in my mind. You know, it's that thing, isn't it, we all got told off for um, staring out the window at school or whatever. You know, I did that a lot. You know, kind <laughs> of the daydreaming, or you're not paying attention because you're daydreaming. Mm. But that kind of mind-wandering, mm. that's that's part of breathe. And actually you're, you're fueling something in your mind that helps... I don't know, it opens up spaces for things to kind of come to you, like your question that you're asking yourself. Mm. You know, you have got of musing on that at the moment and you're allowing that to kind of come rather than going, I really must solve this problem right now in this moment.
1: Yeah, but it's um, it's very true and we know this because it's sort of like, and I am a daydreamer and I know that, I am a big daydreamer, but then I'm very creative. Yes. Whereas, you know, I know being in a work situation we've got well you need to be creative about this well as soon as you say that that's me (laughs) closed down it's like well I I can't be that give me time and space and I can but yeah give me a deadline give me a right you need to be creative now it's sort of like well you can't you know it's one of those so this thing that you're talking about here I think is really useful for people to understand in that workplace because We are told, you know, how many times we've had coaching clients, uh, even because we do group coaching, people who come to that, how many times we've been told they don't have a dinner hour because they need to get things finished. They come in early, they stay late, they don't take a break because it's about, no, I need to get on with this and I need to do this. Mm -hmm. And actually what that's all about is because we have this perception of what others have done and we see this in others and it's so detrimental and it's so the wrong way around to do it so but we learn this because we have to show that we're doing and actually workplaces I'm not talking all workplaces but a lot of workplaces they really foster this environment of oh I'm so busy I'm so stressed and all this and you know we're big advocates of That word should only be used when it really means it because I think it's lost some of its impact. Because if somebody... There is no good stress. I, I, I Really, there is stretch. But actually, when you're stressed, I don't think it is good. So there's this thing, though, where if you take that break, if you take that dinner hour, if you take that break, what you're enabling your brain to do is to rest. And just like we need to sleep, so we go to sleep at night, we rest, we get up and we can start again. Our brains need the same kind of thing. Mm. But our brains can work overnight when we're sleeping. So what we need to do is give them a rest from whatever it is we're doing. And that might mean go and do something different so you're still doing but it might be something different but all of this supports us in our mental well-being we become more resilient to things because we have allowed our brains to have a rest so instead of going i know i need to keep going i need to keep going it's like no i need to go and actually take a break i think that's almost
0: a sign of when you do need to take a break totally. if you're in that i need to keep going i need to keep going actually probably what you need to do is stop mm. Even if it's just stop, go and kind of walk around, you know, go to a different room. Yeah. Sometimes what I do is because I work from home. Did I mention that we live across the road from a park?
1: I'm not sure if you ever have. Um, <laughs> Maybe just once or twice. I've not mentioned it for
0: a while, to be fair. <laughs> you haven't, I will give you that. You've <laughs> so not I think mentioned am It's due a mention. It is, definitely. Um, but we've got this beautiful kind of sash window upstairs, and I, I sort of sometimes what I will do is if I'm really struggling or I'm stuck or I'm just feeling that kind of bit of overloaded and it's too much, I'll just go upstairs and I'll just go and look out of the window and just ha- take a breath and just kind of breathe it in, breathe in the view. And it's it's almost kind of like I've reset. Mm. And particularly, you know, at this time of year, if you've got some lovely kind of, you know, we're in the Northern Hemisphere here, winter sunshine coming in, you can just... So it's kind of almost a way to sort of, even without going outside, you can sort of take that in. Mm-hmm. And I think this is it with the breathe. I think it's about, as we keep saying, finding these ways to sort of weave it into your day. I had a conversation with a friend recently And we were talking about, we were in a bookshop, and I said to her, I said, do you read much? Because I know she has to read for work like we do. You know, we do a lot of research. And um, she said, no, she said, I can't remember the last time I sort of read for pleasure. Mm -hmm. She said, but I really love it. And I said, I know I had this problem because I was sort of not, all these books piling up and I wasn't sort of taking time to, to read. And I do really enjoy it. And I said, what I started doing was in my lunchtime, I'd take a lunch break and I would read even just a chapter of my book. Mm. And she said, that's such a brilliant idea. She said, all I do is make me lunch and put the news on and get depressed. <laughs> yeah. She said, and then I'm, and my mind's worrying before yeah. I've even gone back to work. Mm. And I said, I know. I said, actually, I feel, it's almost like a little guilty pleasure that I have where it's like, I'm just going to slip into these kind of stories and go into this other world. But actually what I'm doing is I'm freeing up my mind because it's a creative thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, it you're kind of... And even though if I might have to do a lot of reading for my job, it's a different kind of thing yeah. because it's, it's for pleasure and it's, it's stories, it's fiction. Mm.
1: And it could even be for your job. Like, it's for all the people. It could be for mm. your job, but actually there's no pressure. It's just reading it for the sake of like having that understanding and knowledge. Yeah, or
0: curiosity. Or you, curiosity. Know, you want to find out about something.
1: Yeah. yeah, very much so. I think it's about time for a tune. Sounds like a good idea to me, Claire. Right, we're going to go straight into this. And we're going to have my tune first. I'm not going to tell you what it is. We're just going to go ahead and play it. Here we go. Ooh. That's really nice. Yeah, put your records on. So, yeah, I liked that song. And it really fit for, for me for this because that is something that I like to do. So I like to listen to music. And, again that's our breathe time that's my breathe time and it is, is something both me and my partner do he's very much he instigates it most of the time actually but when I think about it's usually when I'm getting ready hmm. if I'm getting ready to like maybe go out somewhere or whatever I, I have, I'm a bit of an 80s rock chick if you hadn't noticed a bit, a, bit, a lot of an 80s rock chick and I, that's what I put on and it gets me in the mood And it gets me fired up on all cylinders and stuff like that. But actually, what I can also do is I can use that for the days when maybe I'm feeling a little tired or not feeling energised. Maybe that's when I should listen to my rock chip music and get myself in that. And then what is also true is, Maybe on those days, I do need to rest more or I do need to just take some time more. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm very deliberately in saying, and what is also true, because actually some days it could work to listen to the music and some days it is better to rest and to take more time and do that kind of thing. And that's the whole thing with this breathe it's very organic Mm, it is isn't it
0: yeah it's very much about responding to what you need i like what you were saying then and i think i think the more that we tune in and kind of give ourselves these moments in the day i think the more that we will know what works for us because we're always saying one size doesn't fit all you have to find what works for you but the only way that you're going to do that is to actually try things Mm in the first place so when some of these things feel a little bit alien or a bit unsure or "Mm, I wouldn't normally just you know sit in my car and do some breathing exercises it's kind of well why not yeah you know (laughs) if it it might work then give it a go Uh, you know and the the kind of the mindful washing up or the looking out of the window It, it might not feel right straight away because we're so used to kind of doing and the productivity and the ticking off the list and you know right what's next what's next what's next we're almost kind of we find it hard to be in the know because we're always thinking about what's coming up and you know and that's not to say that you know lots of us do have really really busy lives but there are ways in which we can we can give ourselves this gift of the breathe and we can breathe on things I think if we if we open ourselves up to it
1: and that's the thing, isn't it? So, that's why it fits so well with the other two Bs mm. and why the, this is the whole thing of this. It's a really important for us to try and get our concept over to people because we know it works. We know that it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not like, right, Sue's done this, she goes and looks out of her sash window at <laughs> at I'm the sorry. park opposite <laughs> that nobody knows about because she hardly ever mentions that. <laughs> <laughs> so she could do that, or with me, it would probably be walking my dogs or something like that. But there is this thing about it's adapting it to fit. And yeah. um, we are really big on one size, doesn't fit all. We want to be there for people to, to support them, to find out what it is for them. And we can do that with you. But there's this thing about you need to you need to give yourself a chance. You need to give yourself that time. And what you were saying there about, you know, we have got busy lives. There is always something to probably be thinking of. And the thing is, so maybe people have just had dinner. Some people are maybe just coming on to dinner, whatever it happens to be. It's so around that lunchtime period of what we class as lunchtime here in yeah, in the north of England, and I'm sh- I think it's all over England, it's like that.
0: I was going to say, that's what she means when she says dinner, by the way, for, for <laughs> southern folks. Yeah. For southern
1: folks, lunch. <laughs> she means lunch. I mean lunch. Uh, between that 12 and 2 period. Um, yeah, it's sort of like, so it's dinner for us, maybe lunch for you. I'm having tea tonight, but that's not a cup of tea. Uh, what That will be your dinner time anywhere else in the country, probably. But there's this thing about why are we thinking about what's for tea or what do I need to get ready for? Do I need to go? Because I actually, I have just thought, yeah, I need to go shopping. I need to get a couple of things. But it's sort of like, okay, but I can do that. That can be planned in. I don't have to let it control me now. Mm. So what I want to do now is I'm concentrating on our conversation. So I just went there briefly and it's gone again because I'm concentrating on our conversation and what we're talking about for our lovely listeners. And it's sort of like that's the key with this, with this breathe. It's There's always going to be something that will get your mind thinking of what about or when that happens or, oh, tonight I've got to do, tomorrow, what happens next week? Well, if this doesn't happen, and it can really, really affect our mental well-being. Mm. And this is the importance of this breathe, because what it does is it enables us to come back to the now and as... We hear so many times, this moment in time is all we've got. It's all that's guaranteed because we don't know what's going to come next. So what is the point in worrying about what's to come? What is the point in lamenting on what has passed? Because none of that is going to help us. Whereas if we're in the now and just living in the now, that will help us, won't it? It will. Fits really well with
0: my song, actually. <gasps> oh, fabulous. Yeah. Because what you're saying there about, yeah, just kind of coming back and kind of just just have a breath, just breathe. And that's actually the, the name of the song that I've picked breathe. by the very brilliant Pearl Jam. Um, <gasps> Eddie Vedder's voice is just...
1: I nearly picked this one.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. So here we are, a bit of Pearl Jam for you. How lovely was that?
1: Just lovely, wasn't it? I know, what did
0: I say off air? I said it was like someone was giving you a Big, big hug. hug. And it is. Yeah. His voice is so rich. I know.
1: And very different. Very different song for the for them, wasn't it? Oh, very different. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Pearl Jam, definitely. But yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Pearl Jam. Fabulous song. Thank you.
1: So, we have been talking breathe, and it's all about the, the three Bs that our company is named after. B being all about yourself being comfortable in your own skin and all that goes with that believe what is it that you believe do you believe in yourself do you believe in your resources that you've got everything that you need within you to do things do you have beliefs that support you and are positive in how they make you feel and what you can and can do or are they limiting you and then this final one breathe about taking that pause to get to know yourself to get to know what's going on within you to feel what you're feeling and that can be difficult can't it it can it can be really difficult and i think it's but it's so
0: crucial for our mental well-being because i think what we do traditionally is we suppress things push them away we we kind of we seek out you know we, we mask we, want, we don't want things to be uncomfortable. I think it's just our nature as human beings, you know, or we're kind of, we, we distract ourselves. We're, we're busy, 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 busy. And I think, actually, this stuff can be quite difficult. It can be challenging, but it feeds us, it nurtures us somewhere. And I think if you can break through into it by just doing one thing each day, whether it's actually something we haven't really talked about, Claire, is breathing techniques. mm you know, because that, that could be part, part of it. You yeah, know, there cool. are some really simple ones out there that people can sort of engage with. You know, we, we've got stuff on our YouTube channel, actually, some breathing techniques. We yeah. have Just kind of, you know, looking at something like the box breathing. You know, where you kind of count in for four, and then you breathe out for four, and then you look at a square shape, and it's kind of... Yeah, it's just, just so many little things that you can do to support yourself that might just okay I'm just going just gonna to try a bit of breathing now you know and you can kind of just breathe out and breathe in maybe close your eyes maybe just feel that breath feel it kind of coming into your lungs mm. through your nose and out through your mouth
1: I mean which is a really good way if you're feeling anxious try breathing just in and out through your nose because mm. that's really helpful because actually it slows it down a little bit so you don't get that panting that sometimes happens when you have anxiety attacks or anything like that. Obviously not in the middle of an anxiety attack. In that case, obviously, you just, just do whatever it is they need. And people know themselves, they know what works for them. They know, you know, how, how many to count for if you can't count to four, mm-hmm. you know, because you you've got to work with your body and yeah. how things are, but yeah, there are lots of different techniques that can be really useful. And again, this all comes under this sort of like mindfulness meditation. What we want to call it all comes under this breathe. It really does. Because, you know, it can be difficult to sit with those emotions. But if you don't, they are going to come up again anyway. But what they're going to come up again in a much harder way or they're not going to go away next time, maybe. And things like that. They'll grow they'll become out of proportion kind of thing so what you were saying before about this we learn to then respond rather than react we can do that with our emotions then, if we learn to listen to them when they come up what we will find is we will always be able to respond rather than react because we will have a really good understanding of what's going on for us and again i know this this is easy for me to say hard for us to try but actually you know just these last few minutes there are things we can do to build those habits aren't there they're really good stuff so there's a really great book called atomic habits by james clear and amazing stuff (laughs) sorry Sue's just pulled the face there because she's so surprised i'd remembered that Because I've got a menopausal brain. (laughs) I forget
0: things. And you're looking very pleased with yourself that you've
1: remembered that. (laughs) I am. It it is a great
0: book, though, that atomic Habits, James
1: Clear. It is, really. But there's this thing as well about these tiny steps, isn't there? Yeah. So, and the kind of things that you can do. So, I'm going to share with you, that you know, Sue does yoga. So, very often does yoga. Now, Sue used to sometimes... I, I, this is quite a while back now but she could be like oh, I've not done my yoga I've not done my yoga so she turns up at our morning sessions when we get together to work and this is remotely she turns up in her yoga outfit she's got all the clothes maybe on top of it but she's got her yoga outfit on that's a little step because what you're doing is you're being intentional there of going I am going to be doing my yoga therefore I am ready to do it when I'm ready to do it kind of thing, yeah. aren't
0: you? Exactly. I kind of make it easy for myself. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's not then another thing that I to is to go and get changed. get changed. So what I've done is, and like you said, I'm already in the mindset. I've already set the intention. Yeah. So I've done the hard work. Exactly. All I need to then do is to go and enjoy the
1: yoga. So this lady you were on about in the bookstore, mm-hmm. so potentially then the tiny step for her would be where she puts her lunch, put the book that she wants to read. And that's the step. Yeah. And that is the only thing you think about. Just that one step. Because eventually what will happen is... You you may get distracted and you may go off. But that intention was there. But then maybe if you do that the next day, the next day you'll actually pick it up. And then maybe the next day you'll actually read a chapter or... You know, whatever it happens to be. But those intentions grow with okay. it. So those really little tiny steps really support you. So... If you want to build something into your day, so like you do your journal last thing at night, so maybe that's you have your journal by the side of your bed and that's your step. That is that first little step.
0: You make sure you've got a pen
1: handy as well. Maybe that's the second tiny step. Maybe it's like a really nice pen that you really love writing with. And then that's the third step because actually that's going to make you want to write more, isn't it? Absolutely. So this is what we mean by these tiny steps. So each of those is a step. So I've got the book there. I've put a pen there. Oh, no, I'm going to change that pen to a really nice pen that makes me want to pick it up and write. All tiny steps that are these instinctive ways of supporting you to then achieve your goal. So whatever you want to do to fit into your day. So if if you wake up in the morning, you're not quite ready to, you know, do anything then, maybe you can set something in place. So, maybe that's, you know, you want to do a tapping technique because that's really good to do in the morning for us girls putting our moisturizer on. Though I should say for anybody putting their moisturizer on because, you know, men and women do this. So, putting your moisturizer on. Men, maybe if you've got like a beard and you want to, you have a bit of a, a beard thing product that you put on, maybe put it near that. But then when you're putting that on, be, yeah, I'm going to do my tapping now. So maybe have your head um, picture of where your tapping techniques are or maybe just have a think about what it is that you want to be tapping and telling yourself because that can that can be an intention that you tap. It can be to change how you're feeling. Tapping can be used in so many different ways, can't it? Oh, yeah, and it really, really does work. It really <laughs> does. It is, yeah. And all of these things do work. It's about giving them time. So don't expect something to work straight away. And they might not work after the first week. And I'm going to tell you, they might not work after the first month. You know, it might take a few months. But every time you do it, you are building that muscle memory that makes it... Easier to then do again and again and again, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely, and that's the thing with the James Clear kind of philosophy his book Atomic Habits it's all about compounding, yeah. So, think about it in terms of financial terms, compound interest you know, it kind of builds and builds and builds and grows. It's that principle, yeah. So, the more that you do it, the more you're building, even when you perhaps don't realize it.
1: It's kind of the magic is working, and I like that. So you're not even thinking about it, you're not even realizing that that magic is building so that it becomes just part of your day. And like Sue said before, it's amazing how much time you can find then. Because actually, when you really just sit with yourself for a minute, it can feel so much longer than a minute. And it can be so much more valuable than maybe we even thought a minute could be because it's giving you what you need to help you through that day to do what it needs to do for you. So maybe just think more about breathing each and every day and how you are going to do that. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.